stories of the Jewish communities of Africa. From Camp Ramayn, the Berkshires. I'm David Goodman, and I'm here with Kigonde Macha Samuel, Walema Elfaz Elia, and you two are from Uganda, right? Oh yeah. Uh, can you please tell me a bit about the place that you are coming from, the community that you are coming from? Okay. Um, before. Um, Uh, we start about uh, talking about my place I will take this opportunity like to thank all um, Kamprama members and um, the parents who endeavored like to support our uh, community uh, craft art and craft from Uganda it's uh, um, we are so happy that um, they You know they supported us they they did what they can thank you thank yeah. you for the supporting yeah thank you so much um, Amazing. can you Sorry. tell me a bit w- about what you are doing in camp like where are you and what are you doing okay uh, I'm at Alogova staff and uh, I'm in Tava I'm doing fishing biking and sometimes outdoor cooking and uh, I do high ropes no. high ropes yeah very nice and how this connection with Camprama started what brought you to Camprama oh actually uh, we we got into contact with Jewish camps USA mm-hmm. yeah that's how we got here very nice and is it, it is your first summer over here oh yeah it's my first summer very nice yeah For, for, for me it is my second year here mm-hmm. last year I was here and uh, is there any uh, anyone else from your community that was here before no no so Walima you were the first uh, Abu Yadaya this is the name of uh, your community so you are the first Abu Yadaya to be here in Camp Ramayn the Berkshires exactly yeah. very nice and uh, T- take me back like to to the establishment of the Abu Yadaya Wh- what's happened there like I know I, I had uh, the opportunity to meet uh, several uh, people from the Abu Yadaya in a certain places but uh, it's a very interesting story and I never heard it like uh, fully told. Okay, so Abudaya starts by Semei Kakungu. Semei Kakungu. This was a leader in the Uganda region. Mm-hmm. And when the, the missionaries or the Christianity or the, the British came to Uganda, they went to To convert, to convert people into Christianity. Uh, when are we talking now? Like, uh, when did it happen? Like how long ago? It's like a hundred years ago. A hundred years ago, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. So when this British gives a Bible to Semeika Kungu because he was a leader. And most like according like some years back, like a hundred years ago, a leader was was has all the all all the power to change the the people. So when this man read the Bible, this Bible was Old Testament, and he realized that they given me this Bible to convert into Christianity, but the Bible is tell is tell is tell is telling me to follow another thing. So this man continued himself to start practicing how the Old Testament. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah. Um, uh, and after he wanted to, to practice this in Uganda, that is that is the central in Uganda. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, people people of people in the central, they cannot allow like circumcision. Why? It is no. It is like against. It's their, against the culture. Cultures. Ah, yeah. okay. Like yeah. the Uganda culture. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So, um, to add on that, um, so, uh, Semeika Kungulu, um, wanted, like, uh, he was so generous to the Bible and he wanted, like, to practice, like, exactly what the Bible says. And, um, he found himself in a, into a position where, um, his people are not allowing him like to to do what he wanted to express himself as he wanted so um he he found like uh, opposition from his people so he decided like to move from Uganda towards the east where um we find the tribe called the bagisu and bagisu. the ba- yeah the bagisu did circumcision by then it was like a tradition like before before they knew him yeah yeah okay. yeah so on the way to the eastern in Tubugisu, of course um the means of transport wasn't like really good so he had to stop different places so he stopped in busoga where we come from busoga yeah, yeah. that's busoga so on stopping there he was a man of his words and he wanted like to spread um you know the word of the bible so whenever he went he could talk about the bible and discuss issues with uh, the leaders in the area mm-hmm. so um he spread the word of god while there mm-hmm. um before he went to the eastern so um our community that's how our community arises because after after speaking with these people they did circumcision um before he left to mm-hmm. go to the eastern they did circumcision and our elder, our our grand grand parents started like um to follow um you you know to follow the ideas so, of semeika so, kungulo so they ma- met him and they was like totally convinced and oh, yeah. impressed by him yeah and they uh, they followed him although he continued in oh, yeah. his journey yeah uh, are you involved with any other community that uh, 
that, that he gathered around him, like he continued to the east. Uh, oh yeah, so oh yeah, we're part of Abayudaya, and Abayudaya is a uh, is uh, the the main headquarters is in Imbale, where he settled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he settled at uh, it's now called Semeka Kunglu Hill, but it's called uh, uh, on all days was called Gangama Hill, where he settled. Mm-hmm. So um, our headquarters is just next to the hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what is the meaning of Abuyadaya? Abuyadaya means Jews. 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 Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And can you tell me a bit about the process? Like, uh, it's someone that uh, that really uh, understood the uh, Judaism from reading the Bible, right? He didn't have uh, uh, many of the known traditions of uh, of Judaism as far as we know them today, right? Yeah. Um. So, the the fact is that Samika Kungul just realized that no, the Bible, according to the, to the Bible, we are supposed to be Jews, not Christian. Mm-hmm. So, after I saw the circumcised the family when like when when now it said from central now is in like eastern region like Busoga and the Bugisu. Mm-hmm. So all of this blowed up like like friends, families. It's it's like the source of the Abayudaya in Uganda. So at first um uh, to add on um to make the question clear at first it was a mixture of christianity and judaism you know together because um our our ancestors or even um Semeka Kongulu, they didn't know about judaism um but they kept on uh, like doing the real what old testament testament was telling them to do so um after Semeika Kungulu realizing that uh, circumcision was something important to him and uh, also following other, you know, religious ideas or the Bible, as the Bible was saying. So he, sa- he started something they called like a cult, you know, a, a new, yeah, a cult, like a new movement, mm-hmm. which was called uh, Abesiga Mukama. Abesigam Kama that that means the people who, who trust in, in God. God. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. God omnipotent, you know. And how many of them are we speaking about? Like uh, Um we can't tell the exact number of people who followed him. Because mm-hmm. he had uh, like a big a big fall fall up by then. And then um after that Many people uh, continued with, um, you know, with the Old Testament, and uh, you know, uh, during I think during the construction of uh, the the River Nile River Nile Bridge, so um, we rec- they they started receiving uh, visitors from the US, uh, the UK, and they were like engineers. So they found these people with this idea of Old Testament, and you know they, I think they were Jewish, and they, 
tried to teach them what real Judaism means. Interesting, because yeah. th- there are so many things that uh, that, that are important uh, to the Jewish tradition oh, that yeah. you cannot find in the Bible oh, for yeah. itself. Yeah. Like, let's take the idea of eating kosher. <laughs> so, there is the list in the Bible, but uh, to understand how to do it, there are so many different halachot, yeah. there are so many different laws. So... Can you tell me a bit about how was it uh, to learn like the different laws uh, later on? So after after receiving visitors, like those people who were working on River Nile Bridge and uh, other visitors that we can tell, um, they involved into uh, you know they 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 tried to understand what real Judaism means. And they started observing Shabbat, as in observing Shabbat. And uh, they started doing kashrut, like in a proper way, because they had um, people teaching them how to do it. And now they're like um, changing from the Old Testament, um, from Christianity, a mixture of Christianity and Judaism to real Judaism. Now, can you give me an example of something that was changed along the, along the time? I think koshering, mm-hmm. like um, koshering um, animals. Okay. Yeah, the way they kosher the animals, and also the way uh, they, you know, they conserved the Shabbat. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's changed. How was it in the past? So it's like in the past, like some people, like, like during Shabbat. Some people may wake up in the morning and first go and work. Then after work, you can then go to the to the church. At, at this time, like when these when these, these people are like being earlier, they started practicing Shabbat as as the whole day. No work done, no work apart, apart, apart from apart from going in the synagogue and very nice. And you said synagogue, so. When the idea of synagogue was developed, when did you realize uh, that uh, there is a value for a uh, public service? So, they realized, I think it is like in 1921, because I remember according to, according to, to, to our history, it says our first synagogue was constructed in 1921. Mm-hmm. So, when they see that there is a lot of people, number and they are observing and even when said to get some visitors who bring such like maybe books like 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 to become it is that really people can can read and understand is there any change uh, that happened in your lifetime that you remember like a change of the laws of how you as a as a community new Judaism no Judaism um I won't say that is a big change because we were born at a time where Judaism is real at his its hype mm-hmm. like in in Africa uh, by that time um, people you know our grands and and our parents had known what Judaism really is and uh, uh, you know before they brought them books 
and our uh, grants were like reading um, the Uganda the Uganda version you know of the Bible but they had a knowledge of Hebrew so um, they were like um, observing Judaism as in you know Judaism is supposed to be so um, I won't say I will say maybe the changes that I can say it's the receiving of to- Torah scrolls because mm-hmm. we didn't have Torah scrolls by then and also the first books that they brought to the community had no translation for Hebrew. How was it to get the first Torah scroll? Is it oh my God, it was, <laughs> it was so amazing and we felt like, you know, we in heaven. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I'm excited just to think about such yeah. a thing. It was really amazing. You know, it's, you know, it was a big deal to us because we thought, yeah, what came into our mind is that we are connected now to the big world jewelry. You know, so we are no longer isolated as it was in the beginning. So please tell me really about your connection to other communities, uh, Jewish communities in the world. Um, I think um, the connection comes um, when you know we received um, I remember one of uh, the visitor called Oded Oded came to to Kenya and uh, before then we uh, one of our elder elders went to Kenya looking for Jewish communities you know to get connection and so they had idea of Jews being in Uganda so when Oded came to Kenya he traveled he, he got an idea that there is Ugandan Jews so he came to Uganda and by the time he came to Uganda he found um, our elder was like Jew um, was like youths they were like youths had remained and the elders their parents had died of like they stayed as um, youth who were practicing Judaism so um, they when he got to Mbale where the headquarter is they they directed him to come to Namutumba where Judaism like the first synagogue was constructed it's it's our like uh, in our community that the first synagogue was constructed and uh, yeah. we have some of the 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 photos we can show you how it looked like it's still there because they took photos so um when he came he came with uh, some books you know some books to read and uh, also taught you know more more of Judaism and uh so when when he he went back or he came back to his country he knew that there are Jews in the, in the, in Africa and so he directed more people to come into the community and you know when they or when other visitors came they realized we needed like official or they need rabbi so um, they so i want to give a story like like that's a small story before that I want to let you know that that that, that from nineteen nine 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 from nineteen nineteen, Judaism grows up like up to up to, up to like five hundred people in Uganda. I mean like fifty thousand people in Uganda. So, there after big people like a big number of Jews growing up in Uganda, 
we had a scenario in 1791, I think, you hear about that scenario. Where, where, I mean... 1979. 1971. 71, yeah. Where, I mean, comes into power. And this president wanted all the people of Uganda to be... To, to be, be Islam. Like Islam. Yeah. Mm. To, convert. to convert to Islam. So, most of the Jews, most of the people who was put their much input and trust in the Judaism, they were forced to convert into Islam or or to Christian. Mm -hmm. Most of them who were like like truly like loving Judaism, they started practicing it like in hiding places. Well, you know, so, in secret, in yeah. like, like in security, like maroon. Yeah. yeah. So this brings us a difficult situation to the, to the Jews in in in, in, in Uganda until 1979, when this president was defeated. This was like the the first Passover to the Jews of Africa. Everyone was supposed to celebrate because they have guy has lived the power. So then after then, then uh, where this story is comes in like, what what, uh, yeah, where did it come? Like we connected to Kenya, you know, we tried to, to, to get more, more visitors, like our, our our elders start like, we had a group called Kibbut, like, like it was like for youth, where people like youth start like to practice Judaism like, like openly. So when the visitors comes as has been yeah you, you, you can continue with so when the visitors come um in 2000 they they like organized to to bring one of uh the members to go through the jewish the jewish seminary because we needed an ordained rabbi and by then it's rabbi gaushom sizomo that had um, you know, had started to a higher level, level of, um, you know, he was at university. Mm -hmm. So he was selected to come into the Jewish seminary. And he started for five years. Rabbi Gershon what? what Rabbi Gershom Sizom. Sizom. Yeah. And he's the head of the headquarters. He's mm -hmm. the chief rabbi in Uganda. So still? He, yeah, yeah, still the chief rabbi. He started for five years and came back in 2005. And uh, uh, you know we had the first bet dean mm -hmm. um, in 2008, like the official bet dean with the rabbi, the official rabbi. But people had like done uh, bet deans, but they weren't official because bet uh, dean you mean for conversion? Yeah, mostly? the conversion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people are still co converting for a uh, uh, for the your community. Oh yeah, yeah. People keep you know we have. Uh, um, like people who had run away because of the tough situation that Amin had imposed to the Jews, people had converted, those who feared persecution, and those who had no idea that uh, Judaism was being conserved in secret. Do you still get persecuted in Uganda? Oh, no. Mm, not no, that, that ended on Amin's regime. Mm -hmm. So there is a freedom of worship, worship now. Can you please tell me about, like, a being a Jewish community within Africa, like uh, what is the connection between Jews and non-Jews? Uh, 
How do you work together? Do you segregate it? Tell me. Um, I will not say we are segregated now. Um, we are, like being a Jew in Uganda, you have to be exemplary and you have to set trend, you know, to be on top always, you know, to act um, with kindness. You have to, 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 you know, to act according to the Torah. So we try our level best to act according to the Torah and you know when when you act according to the Torah you're in harmony with you know the your neighbors and so on so we don't have like any big problems with our neighbors we share with them they love us you know they love Judaism yeah that's it Very nice. so yeah that's Ca- that what is there like any c- can you share with the audience uh, some some of the special African culture that you bring into Judaism, is there like a African culture that comes within your Judaism? Um, actually, there is no like one because we chose Judaism. You so know, we do totally um, according to the Jewish cultures. Yes, and, uh, and, uh, and for the non-Jews, uh, how does de- they feel uh, uh, that you abandoned like a more classical uh, African uh, uh, culture to to go to such a new religion I don't know because I have never counted uh, like uh, I've never counted such thing mm-hmm. so I don't know how they feel like so uh, I think the things is not new like to some of them because it was not like some yeah, some years 100, back 100 years, years back so yeah. i know they used to and and they they know there is Jews all over the world you know and we have a lot of religions in uganda we have islam we have christianity we have judaism we have uh born again so these people are also like they don't act like real tradition traditionally mm-hmm. As you may think, you're not following the tradition cultures, so it's like easy for them to see us Jews acting this way. Mm-hmm. They also act like Christians, and others act like Muslims. So it's not a big deal. And you go in the street, and uh, you see someone from Abu Dhabi, but from a different city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, L- like you, you will recognize each other. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we are so close. close. We have conver- conversion. Is, it's like conversion, and your conversion is at the headquarters, so we know each other. We get to involve into each other. We go to different communities. You know, we meet each other. Very so nice. I'm like I, I myself, I'm like I know everyone yeah. who's Jewish in Uganda. I think so. We meet at uh, college. You yeah, know. So, so tell me, like, h- how does it look a Shabbat in your college when you with your friends from around around Uganda? Wow, it's a beautiful Shabbat. So I'm sure it is. It's really beautiful. I'm sure it is. And uh, we are almost done. I just wanted to ask. Uh, we we were talking about your Judaism in a framework of Africa and uh, worldwide Judaism, but. I want to hear about the connection to the state of Israel. Is there any connection? So right now, the the Jewish agents recognize us, but the Interior Ministry of the Israel 
there is some administration to recognize us. I remember there's a story for Kivita Yusuf who applied to Halia. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the state denied him. So denied him, and he had to leave the country. No, so he's still so there. Yeah, yeah I, I, at first they, they give him like uh, three days or four days to leave, to leave the, the the country. So when the Masoud, the Masoud, the Masoud, you know, or yeah, Olami came in, you know, they are like fighting because for them they know we are really Jews, and I know I know the case is in the. The in the, the court, and the, in the, in the, yeah, in the high court in Israel, and I think soon one day or one time, they will they will they will recognize us. Um, there are people from Israel visiting your community. Oh yeah, y- yeah. Especially this year, we had a lot of Israel. This year, mm-hmm. we had a lot of Israel in Uganda. So those gives us hope that the more we accepted and receive, the more. Jews will grow in Uganda, in Africa. So, I would like to thank you both and uh, to pray with you that uh, us Jews will know how to recognize each other and to work together and to love each other. And uh, and this is a short glimpse for from a, a whole world of communities uh, and thank you for giving giving us this story Um, it's our pleasure actually like to let the world know Mm. about you know what happened and what's going on now you know before um we close up i think um i would like uh, the people to know that we we are in the struggle as youths like to to make our, our community transform higher levels so by now um, we're in struggle of looking for you know r- r- Jewish books um, we're looking for books and talitots and you know the feelings Defer- so whoever whoever yes if someone has yeah. spare so you can uh, contact uh, uh, us in Kolrama through the Facebook or through the mail or uh, you can contact Walima yeah. back here yeah. straight and, uh, and uh, yes uh, hopefully you will get as many as possible mm-hmm. thank you so much Todaraba. Todaraba. this was an episode of Africa Hebraica in Kol Rama. During the time of the production of this podcast, a terrible thing happened. Our friend Moshe Chizkiya had lost his sister, Maya Lea. May this podcast will be dedicated for her memory.
אתם מאזינים לשידור ישיר ממחנה רמה בברקשיירס. חול המים